Welcome to the Awake Church Podcast. At Awake, our mission is simple. Know God, take action. We pray this podcast will help you on that journey. a little weird whenever we don't have a crowd here, and I want to say I miss everybody. Uh, it's, of course, we didn't have service last week on Sunday or the Friday night, and so here we are two weeks in a row. I don't get to see your faces that uh, we really love, and uh, honestly, one of the highlights of my life is uh, is worshiping together. It is It is always amazing, and so I really miss that, and I anticipate that Next week, we will be back together again in this room, full, worshiping together, um, sharing among one another. So I look forward to that, and I think we'll, we'll get there also. But um, again, um, good morning and, uh, and happy 2022. Here we are in 2022. Amazing. Um, if you read my note to this last Friday that I sent out, which since you're not here, you probably did, um, as we talked about the reasons why we didn't have the um, Christmas Eve service, um, my wife and I both were suffering, as well as many other people, from COVID, and there are so many others who were doing the same, and, uh, and so we've battled through that, I'm so thankful uh, to be on the other side of that, got our strength that's uh, starting to get built back up as well. And um, I'm just, you know, it's rare that we don't get to meet like this. And it is really in those times when, it, when that happens where I appreciate even more being together and that we get to be together and that what is so normal for us to be together and you can see why the Bible says in Hebrews to not forsake the assembling of one another together because it's so powerful as we are, as we gather in his name and as we celebrate his name and as we worship him and as we praise, there's something so powerful about that. So we're going to get back to that very soon. But in this, in this, in between time, we're going to make the most of this. And, um, and I want to share a few things here this morning that I try to do each year, uh, first Sunday of each year, I do my best to um, seek the Lord for the year ahead and what the Lord has for us. At the same time, I'm looking to be thankful for what has happened in 2021. And so I want, would like to reflect a little bit on 2021 for just a few minutes as we're moving, moving ahead already into 2022, but want to look back and take a little bit of a reflection on, on this 2021. And when I think of, when you think of your family, when you think of your life, you're going to have several things that are going to pop up through this year. Things that the Lord was faithful in for you, for your family, prayers answered, things that took place, uh, jobs that were secured or maintained, um, a home. Many of you moved to different places uh, new homes this year, so many things to get to be thankful for. Many got married over this last year, had babies over this last year, 
and incredible things happen. The Lord is just doing things all of the time. And so I just wanted to encourage you to take a moment to just be thankful for what God has done for you in 2021 and your family. Even as you're right now around the maybe the kitchen table or you're sitting in bed or whatever that is to, to, to just talk among yourselves of what God has done in 2021 for your life and thank him for it and thank him for it. Uh, one of the stories that has hit me here recently as, as I've been reading the Bible is the, the story of the 10 lepers that were crying out for mercy and Jesus healed them all. Actually, he told them to go show themselves to the priest, and they were healed along the way. But when that happened, one of them said, I can't show myself to the priest yet. I got to go thank the man who did this for me. And so he turned around and he went back to Jesus, and Jesus said, where are the other nine? Where's that thankfulness for what I have done for you? And I would want to always be that one and you always want to be that one where we thank him. Thank you, God, for your um, faithfulness and what you've done for me every single day. Uh, it's so good to be thankful. It's so good to have that heart of thanksgiving and to maintain that at all times. But when I look back for us as a fellowship for over 2021, uh, well, there are just so many things that come to mind. Uh, one of them is clearly the property purchase that we were able to do uh, because of your giving, your prayers, and uh, a lot of effort on our part as well. Uh, we pursued that property for well over a year, and we pursued a piece of property to move into for the last 20 years, really, um, and then had different moves in between, this being one of them. But Thank you for your giving. We had nearly $400,000 that, that was given toward that as well, which has helped us do a lot of things on the outside, and we're still working on, on that land. Uh, I want to thank all of those volunteers who helped out, over 100 volunteers helping with the landscaping. And I can picture those Saturdays that we were out there working, and all of those hours, and want to say thank you for your sweat and labor and your help and assistance as we are moving forward toward really um, occupying the place that the Lord has given to us. And so that is coming. I'm so thankful for the ministry that has happened in so many different ways around this place. It happens on a weekly basis. GTs around the city uh, the small groups that meet all over the place, the Awake Freedom teams that take place during the week, particularly on Tuesdays, weekly prayer, prophetic teams that happens here every single Sunday, all of our kids' ministry that takes place, our youth ministry takes place, the men's and women's Bible studies, the new business blessing teams that have been going out and praying over businesses. That ministry's going on. There are things going here Usually every day there's something going on, whether it's in this building or outside of here, of groups ministering to one another, of people ministering to one another, of lives being touched and encouraged and built up. And I am so grateful for it. It is like, um, you know, when we first started the, the church many years ago, almost 20 years ago now, you know, there were, there were 50 of us and 
there weren't a lot of things going on. Our staff was super, super limited. I was very part-time, and that was basically it for staff. And not a lot of things were going on. When I think today of what is going on on a daily basis, on an annual basis, there is ministry taking place that is like the kingdom of heaven um, being spread around and touching so many different things. And God has drawn so many remarkable people like you here to be a part of this. And I want to say thank you. And I'm, I'm grateful for you. Of course, we've had over this last year, um, young adults have started. This is a ministry that we haven't had operational for quite some time. And now it has been functioning. And so on, when I'm here on Thursday night, sometimes in my office or at a meeting, I uh, get to look over the balcony and see all these young people worshiping and um, getting taught and growing in community together. I love the community that has grown both through our GTs and through all the ministries that take place as well as the young adults. I love to see that. And it's just, uh, I'm excited for what God has and all the more related to that. Of course, our corporate worship, which I've mentioned already, is a highlight for me that goes on here every single week. And then we have things that the Lord enables us to do that are kind of a part of what we already do, but then they get repackaged and sent other places. And it's through part of the, the miracle of technology and, and what God has done, as well as some people that we haven't had even a chance to meet yet that help us. We take our services, and most of you know this already, but these services, typically not every single one of them, but most of them, we take and Walker will edit them. And then after it's edited, we'll add some worship to it as well. And so it'll be about a 28-minute mix. And then that gets sent to Texas. And from there, they send it to Turkey. And that message in Turkey, as well as the worship, gets translated into Farsi. And um, I will show you some clips um, later this year that will show like me speaking, whoever's speaking, and it will be someone else's voice. Um, at the same time, I'm speaking even with my same all mannerisms and things that I have, but it will be in Farsi. And the scriptures that we use pop up on the screen, on the screen in Farsi. Uh, and they get, then that message gets broadcast throughout the Middle East over millions and millions and hundreds of millions of people. Uh, the, all, really, basically, every Farsi speaker or pretty close to every Farsi speaker in the Middle East region, all of Iran, Afghanistan, all of Europe, even in Northern Africa, the, our messages are going several times a week in Farsi to all of those places. And, and that is incredibly it's remarkable for, for several things. One is that if you weren't aware, the fastest growing church in the world where the body of Christ is growing the fastest is in Iran. It's in a close country that's illegal to share the gospel. You're gonna get thrown in prison, you, you'll probably get killed. It's illegal to have a Bible. If you have one of those, it's gonna be taken away from you and you may be killed. It is extremely dangerous area, yet... These, these illegal satellite dishes are being purchased on the black market so that people can tune in for free to what is being sent to them. And we are one of those that are sending a signal, the sending a service and sharing the gospel and sharing about the love of God and talking about the scriptures and um, 
bringing the scriptures onto life, even on the screen, then get, they get to hear this worship, which is incredible for believers since they can't have a church. It's illegal to have a church or to go be a part of anything like that. And so we get to be a part of a small way of encouraging believers on the other side of the world. People who have met the Lord, usually through an angelic or Jesus real visitation that they've had, which is since preaching the gospel is illegal. So that has happened for them most of the time. The stories are incredible. And then we get to be a part of helping them grow and helping them um, get to know God. And, And I've heard these stories of many believers there when they watch our broadcast or others that are broadcast there. And when a scripture pops up, they quickly, they have a notebook, and they'll quickly write that scripture down in its entirety in the address of where it is since they don't have a Bible. They begin building their own Bible through the messages that happen through these services. We are in amazing times, and that we get to have an an impact around the world in that way is incredible, and we want that to continue on. I'll talk about that here in a minute as well, but That's one of the things that I'm excited that we get to do. It costs us about $44,000 a year. um, And it's well worth it for the gospel, for life, for the scriptures, for worship to get out to these people. And then around 10% of the missions, or excuse me, 10% of what comes in through your giving goes back out in missions uh, we support uh, Iran Alive, which is what I just talked about. That's one thing, as well as another 25-plus mission things that happen, whether it's people individually or it's organizations, local, national, and international. Everything from here on the, uh, in town in Winston-Salem, in the project areas, all the way to giving blankets in India uh, and water in Africa, and around the world. So you're giving, as Seth was just giving you opportunity to give here a moment ago, your giving isn't just for here, it is touching around the world. And we are very careful with that and those resources and so thankful for it. We've received so many new members, new people to new lives this last year, um, so many new families. It's been a lot of fun as I do these new members classes and get to meet new people. I'm just grateful for what God has done and is doing and drawing and sending people. They get so excited about being here, about what God is up to, what he's doing in their lives, the freedom that they're experiencing, um, and then the relationships that they're forming. I I love that. It's one of the joys really for me as well is uh, when God adds to us with new people. Many of you watching here today, we're so grateful that you're a part. And then, of course, there are so many difficulties that we've been through in 2021, as there always are. There are always difficulties. There are always things to get through, to grow through, to go through. And Jesus warned us of that as well and told us that in this world, you're going to have tribulation. He said, but to be of good courage, I have overcome the world. I've overcome it. So we're supposed to still be of good courage while we go through things. We are meant, you were meant to go through things, to keep pushing through and not to succumb to difficulties, not to back up, not to shrink back, 
not to lose hope or faith, but to go through because God is with us as we go through everything. He's never does he leave us, never does he forsake us. Boy, over these last couple of weeks, as I've been battling and uh, there've been a lot of fever, there've been a lot of nights where I've, I've prayed and not slept well and been praying as much as I can remember, honestly, for other people and connecting with the Lord. I just the, the realization all over to me that Jesus is near, that he never leaves, that he's never distant, that he's always right here and he's always right there, regardless of the difficulties that we go through or the sickness or the ordeal or the hardship. Jesus is near, Jesus is aware, Jesus hears, Jesus feels, he's helping, and we can have faith in him at all times. As we are looking into 2022, and whenever we're looking into 2022, I think we need to be looking into Jesus. Since he is the author and the finisher, he is the beginning and the end. Time is um, held by him. And things that need to be done and things that are to happen, it's all about Jesus. It always has been and it always will be. He is God's in time plan. He is God's plan for 2022. And when we look to him, then we have clarity as well. Even when we receive communion, we're looking at the history, our history. It's Jesus. He's here presently, and he is, what, he is who is returning as king, but he is what we are longing for and looking for. He is the kingdom of heaven that's coming in fullness. All of those things, it's the person of Jesus. He is our present and our future and he really is returning. Jesus is returning. That day is drawing closer. We're closer than we've ever been before, and it will happen. You know, they were waiting for 400 years after the last words written in the Old Testament, and then there was silence, and then Jesus was born. Sometimes there's a wait, but then there is the king that comes. And he will come. It doesn't matter what craziness is going on in the world or the lack of faith. Jesus will come. And part of that is knowing for us that we need to live in such a way where we are expecting his return and we're living in preparation for him coming. We don't want to ever get away from that. From year to year, whatever our plans are, in the midst of that need to be, how can I get ready for the return of Jesus? How can I prepare the way for the return of Jesus? Because he said when he does come, people, some won't be ready. Some won't have faith. Some won't be even thinking that there is a, a Messiah that will return. But we want that not to be us. We want to be those who are expectantly awaiting, anticipating his return, looking for him, doing the work of the ministry that he's given us, whatever your ministry is, loving people well. There will be this day, Revelation eleven fifteen. I remind myself of this often, that the kingdoms of the world, it's being declared in this moment, the kings of the world have become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ and he will reign forever and ever. All of the kingdoms in the world will become his, every single one of them. And in that moment, 
That is when you and I and everyone else who's following him, who's living for his return, will then, we're gonna switch gears and we'll be reigning with him. There'll now be responsibility added even more so depending on how we have lived up to that point. If we've been faithful in the way that we've been living, faithful to the Lord, faithful to love people, faithful with resources, all those things, then he says, I want you to rule with me in a greater fashion. We see the, the way that he distributed the talents and those who used the talents so well, who were so faithful, more was given to them when he returned. Um, and he was talking about a, a natural landowner, but that, that certainly translates over into when he comes with his kingdom in fullness. But this time here is about how we've been living, how we've been loving, how we've had faith. And we are in these days that are the culmination of time. The culmination of the times, the culmination of history, the culmination of what has been prophesied for hundreds and thousands of years. You and I get to be walking in shoes that are fulfilling some of these end time things before Jesus returns. We are living in a great hour. Even it has great challenge and difficulty, it's a great hour. 2022 is an amazing year ahead because Jesus has plans for us. He has plans for you. He has plans for spirit to be moving throughout the earth and the spirit moves through his people. He moves through you for those who are wanting him, who are um, yielding to him, who are looking to help other people and touch other people and love other people. The spirit of God is moving and darkness starts getting pushed back. And that is part of what we're here as well, is to be light, to push back darkness. And I'm, I'm reminded and I wanna remind you that we have a great victor, but we are always in a battle. It's just part of being on this planet. Until Jesus returns, we've got battles. And part of the mindset that you and I need to have for 2022 and now is that life has battle as a part of it. It's not just rest. It's not just enjoyment. It's not just um, fulfilling my, my purpose that I want to fulfill. It's his purpose, first off. And then it's, okay, I am in this world that is crazy. I'm in this world that's dark. Jesus has overcome it, but he's put his overcoming spirit on the inside of me to overcome with him while we are here and that life is a battle, and that we need to have that mindset. It's not, not everything is natural. Not everything going on is natural. And if we think it is, then we will get hit by stuff and not realize what's going on and wonder where God went. And, but if we recognize life is a battle, then we can believe and we can rise up and we can fight and we can be strong and we cannot shrink back because that we recognize that's what's going on. I want to read this passage. I'll read two passages here and I'll be done. Ephesians chapter 6. This is a common passage that we all understand, but oftentimes some of the, the best scriptures are used for kids' church that are also for adults. It's, this one is not just for the kids. Even though we often see them dressed up this way, and it, kids need to know this, this is for you and I today. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord. This is Paul writing to the Ephesians. And in the strength of his might, 
Be strong in him and in his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. And we need to be reminded of that over and over and over because the enemy tries to make people the enemy. He's always trying to deflect. The enemy is the enemy. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. If I'm struggling against people, then I'm wasting my energy. I need to be using my energy to pray and to overcome and to push the enemy back because my struggle is not in flesh and blood. It's against rulers, powers, world forces of this darkness, against spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. So this is a heavenly battle. When it says heavenly there, it doesn't just mean the heavens where Jesus lives, but it speaks of the unseen realm, the spiritual places that the enemy occupies. This is where our battle is. And a lot of things that we feel in the natural are from that unseen place. And so we're supposed to be fighting and we're supposed to be pushing those things back and being spiritually aware. Those that are the sons of God, they follow the spirit of God. And the spirit of God, of course, is a spirit. And he gives us discernment to know what's going on in the heavenly realms. And you and I, whether we like it or not, have been made to be warriors here in the world, but spiritually as well. That's not just weird stuff or weird charismatics. It's really not. It is a battle that you and I, if we don't recognize it, then we only live in the natural and, we, and then we don't become victorious people in battle, especially up here in our minds. So many of the battles in the, in the unseen realm affect the mind, affect our thoughts. And we can see it right now in society that those, those thoughts have overcome so many people's minds that what used to be evil, they now think is good because they, they, they weren't battlers. They didn't recognize that there was a, a spiritual battle. And so we have to have our minds razor sharp through the scriptures and through the truth. Let me keep going on here. Verse 13, therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you'll be able to resist in the evil day. There are evil days and there are good days. And it's in those evil days that sometimes you just feel an extra sense of evil. We need to resist more than ever. And having done everything to stand firm, stand firm. Do you realize that standing is a form of um, spiritual warfare? Having done everything to stand, keep standing. Keep standing. Don't back up. Don't quit. Do not quit. Whatever it is, do not quit. Don't lose faith. Don't lose hope. Therefore, having girded your loins with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the, pre your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So these are all spiritual things that we do. You can't see these things. But by faith, I need to be dressing myself with the things that are in the scriptures and that are true. Loins of truth, surrounding myself with truth. Breastplate of righteousness. The righteousness of Jesus I'm putting on. It says, put on the Lord Jesus. 
When I put on the Lord Jesus, all of a sudden I'm righteous. So thoughts of shame, thoughts of unrighteousness, thoughts of not measuring up, all those things go away. If I put on this breastplate of I'm righteous in Jesus, I need to do that. Having girded your loins with truth, breastplate of righteousness, shod your feet with a preparation of the gospel of peace. Wear the gospel. Wear the gospel and let it wear you. The gospel of peace that God, Jesus made peace through his cross. This is the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. The shield of faith. We need to have our faith at all times. How will we overcome the evil one? By our faith. Our faith is an overcomer. It extinguishes all of the missiles and the darts that come at us. We have to keep our faith shield strong. Again, this is not just for kids. This is for you and I. We need to live in a spiritual way and have these elements that we, we don't um, neglect, that we grab hold of, that faith is strong in me. Paul even said, test yourself and see if you're in the faith. See if your faith is strong. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Your helmet of salvation. I am saved. I will always be saved because of what Jesus has done. But take the sword of the Spirit. I've got to be able to use this and be used to this and dive into this and eat this and read this and have this going over and over and over in my mind. I need the Word of God. Desperately. And then it says, with all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. Pray at all times in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives inside of us, and we get to pray in Him. Sometimes that is using your language, your tongue language. Sometimes it is praying words in English that the Spirit shows you to pray, but to be praying in the Spirit at all times. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all of the saints. To be on the alert. How can I pray for other saints when they are hurting, when they need healing? How can I pray in war with what God has placed upon me in the Spirit for the saints? If we are not doing these things in 2022 then we're going to get beat up. And others are not going to be as free as they're supposed to be because we are called to be spiritual. We are called to be warriors in the spirit, warriors of faith, warriors in love. And our battle's not over yet. Our battle is not over yet. Jesus is our victor, but while we're here, we're battling by holding on to what he has done for us and praying back to him that which he has accomplished, and then requesting things from him, and then making sure that my mind is not getting attacked, and if it is, that it's landing in the right place because I've, I'm surrounding my mind with the word. Each December in 2020, of every year, and this year, this December, I was looking ahead to 2022, and, and I usually go away to a cabin or something like that, which I did this year, pray for a day and a night and just seek the Lord for what's ahead. 
And I want to tell you about an experience that I had that is a, a little bit for 2022, I believe. I was sleeping, and um, in the middle of the night, I, there was this pounding on the window. I was on the, at the third level of this cabin, and I was the only one there, and there was this pounding on the window, pounding on the window, pounding. It woke me up, and it's pitch black, and I stumbled over to the window, put my face on it, and this, what I think is a bat, kept hitting the window, whap, and then it would fall, make a big circle, come back around, whack, <laughs> and it did it honestly, probably at least 25, probably 50 times, over and over and over, this bat kept hitting this window. I've never seen a bat do that, and so I'm fully awake, and I thought, how am I going to get this thing to stop? So I turned the light on, actually, and about did it twice more, and then it was done. I turned the light off and said, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm up. What would you like to say? What, what are you saying? You've got my attention. What, what do you want to say for 2022, for beyond? And as soon as I asked that question, my heart filled with the words. It wasn't audible, but it was, it was words of Scripture. And it was straight from 2 Timothy chapter 4. I'm going to read these first few verses, which just flooded my heart without reading. I didn't have the Scripture in front of me at that moment. And this is what it says, though. It says, I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom. And then this was the part that really stood out to me. Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with great patience and instruction, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires and will turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. But you be sober in all things. Endure hardship. He was writing to Timothy here. Do the work of an evangelist, which was part of his calling. Fulfill your ministry. So this is the passage the Lord just so made clear in me and has set my heart toward, I believe that we preach the word every, all the time, but even more so to preach the word and what the word says throughout 2022 in your, your home, in our church, wherever we are, to be ready in season and out of season. I love what the Amplified there says this, um, it says, preach the word, be ready when the time is right and when it's not right. Keep your sense of urgency, whether the opportunity seems favorable or unfavorable, whether convenient or inconvenient, whether welcome or unwelcome, to do those things. Preach the word, share the gospel, share life. Sometimes it has to do with correction, to warn those who are in error, to warn those who are in sin, to encourage those who are growing towards spiritual maturity with inexhaustible patience. That's the Amplified. With inexhaustible patience, do what God has given us to do. Endure, keep going. This is part of our word for 2022. We're gonna have to endure some more things. We're gonna push through. We're gonna see God magnified, his name made great. That's one of my goals as the name of Jesus will be made 
great throughout the earth, throughout this city. And then there are a handful of things that I know will happen in 2022. One of them is, for us, we will have our 20th anniversary as a church this spring. We hope to complete and then move into our new building this summer. Missional stuff, we're going to continue the Middle East project. Looking forward to growing and developing more of a ministry to widows and the poor. Love to see more people go on mission trips. I desire to see evangelists set loose uh, throughout our city, throughout our streets, to bring in the lost. I think we're going to see more of an equipping and a releasing of God's people through Awake and through other places. And, and I've, I've got to tell you, I, one of the things that it just has, touches my heart all the time from 2021 and, and before that as well, but I've heard more, probably more last year than ever, is I hear about you, Awake people, in your jobs and where you live and what you do, that you are a bright light. I, I hear people, other pastors even, come to me and say, I have run into some of your people or I've heard about your people, that they are full of love, they're full of life, they're full of righteousness, um, they do well in their jobs. We have amazing people here. As you do your jobs, as you are doctors and teachers and moms, and you're around the city doing what you are supposed to be doing, that you are shining brightly, and it's making a difference to so many other people. Other people are noticing your character, your love for the Lord, love for the Lord, your integrity, your passion for Jesus. May that continue to grow. And as we follow him and dedicate our lives to him, he has more and more for us all along the way. His name is being made great through your life. And I am so encouraged and I'm so thankful for you. And what God has for you ahead is fantastic. I'm gonna go through some Difficult things will endure through it, but at the same time, he's shining through you. He's doing amazing things in you. I want to encourage you to stay in the word more than ever this year. There's so many ways to do it. Some of my personal ways that I do this. There's a, there's a program that I've been using now for just finished two years of it, and it's reading the, through the Bible every day. Nikki Gumbel is the one that does the one that I listen to. Um, and read, and it's called Bible in One Year, 2021, 2022, with Nicky Gumbel. I've enjoyed, he does a little bit of Bible study along with it, and then he shares all these scriptures to get the word in us over and over. However that happens, I encourage you to read and dive in and let the words of God continue to roll over you, to meditate on them day and night, let them be your meditation and be your faith. There's something about reading the word that causes faith to rise up and to believe the right things. And then we can pray the right things and we can hold on to all the right things. There are a lot of other ways to do that, to read the scriptures, but I want to encourage you to do that this year. Let's say this together. This is um, the Lord's Prayer out of Matthew 6. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And then I wanna bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Lord, I pray for eradication of every sickness from all of our people and throughout the year that not only would our endurance be strong, but our faith would even be stronger, that our love for you would grow, that the the passion that we have for your spirit grow and your word grow on the inside of us. Lord, I wanna thank you for these wonderful people that you have allowed me and allowed us to live with, to have community with, to worship together. Lord, I ask for your protection in their homes and over their cars and their jobs. Lord, I ask for your promotions. Ask for your help, your encouragement, that they would feel so encouraged in you. Lord, I pray that your presence would fill every home. Every single home would be filled with the presence of God. There'd be worship day and night in our homes, that there would be a surrounding of our homes with your presence. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. And may your presence surround every home, every life. And I thank you, God, for what's ahead. We thank you for what's behind. And we thank you that you are with us through 2022. And we believe you have great things in store. Salvation, people healed, set free, your purposes and plans taking steps even closer toward the end, toward your return. Let our hearts be wrapped up in you and nothing in the world. In Jesus' name, free us from every kind of not only sickness, but any mindset that would be anti-you, Lord. Lord Jesus, we want you to fill our minds, our hearts, our devotion, and may our devotion be to you, pure and beautiful to you. We bless your name and say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for being with us this way on this first Sunday in 2022. Have a wonderful year ahead, and hopefully we'll get to see you in person here next week. Lord bless. Thank you for listening to today's message. For updates on future episodes, make sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review to let us know how we're doing. For more information about Awake Church, visit awakechurch.com.